So this episode is definitely about sex, but I was thinking like, yo, when I drop this episode, it'll be the day before Thanksgiving. So I have to remind you all, if you do celebrate this holiday, if it is a day that you fellowship with your people, your family, your friends, don't forget to put some food aside for your ancestors. You can make them a separate plate. It doesn't have to be, you know, huge. You can make them like a small little plate, just one. Put it off to the side and kind of set your intention. Like, I'm bringing my ancestors into the space. This is like for y'all. And you can just dispose of it, you know, when you dispose of your own food. Um, you can make some food and put it by an altar that you have or made or or whatever. You can put the food by the altar or on the altar. Um, or a more inconspicuous way to do at any point when you're eating is just kind of put a little bit of the food that you're eating over to the side. Like before you start eating, you have your plate full of food. Just put a little piece of turkey over there. Put a little macaroni and cheese. Put a little greens. You know, and then just don't eat that. And then you eat the rest of your food, but it's on your plate. So it just kind of looks like you just had like a little bit that you didn't eat. And then you you kind of, before you eat, you say the prayer like, okay, I'm calling my ancestors into the space. Like this is for y'all. This is the food I've left to the side. Happy, be merry. I love you. So those are ways that you can honor your ancestors uh, while you eat. So do that on Thursday. And of course, we don't see it for the pilgrims and that bullshit, but a beautiful day to be thankful, a beautiful day to be with your family, friends, and a beautiful day, like every day, to honor the land and honor Mother Nature. So, okay, just wanted to give you all that little gem before we get into the show show. Happy eating tomorrow. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about bubs and tub. Let's ah ah nah. Y'all remember that joint? That used to be my song back in I think it was high school. Talking about some bubbles in the tub. Talk about sex. What? What? But today, you guessed it. We're talking about sex magic. We are talking about binding. We are talking about dating as a spirit worker and what it means to just meet new people and how do you come out to them? You know, how do you say, yo, I talk to spirits, uh, spirits visit me. Um, you want to come over and hook up? A ghost might pop out. You know, like all, all these things that we just have to process with each other. I need to process it with y'all. I hope that y'all are open to processing it with me because I am just like, what in the world is going on? And how am I supposed to do this? And how am I supposed to secure a bay for the winter? It's cold outside. I'm in Chicago. Like, this is just not <laughs> okay. So yeah, that we are just going to talk about all of that. And I'm, I'm pretty excited for this episode because there's just so much, so much tea that I feel like I might, that might just slip out and I might spill. But that's what the podcast is for, right? So y'all get into it, sit back, relax, and get ready for a little juju. All you need is 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 a little juju. All you need is, all you need. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju, a little juju, a little juju. A little juju is the way. It's how I start my day. 
Camfer no say Camfer no say And I'll never, never get, get played play. I'll take your photos to, to the grave But that ain't even my thing I just stay at the crossroads pray I just pour a little honey from a bay To make them stay Cause I hate when Bailey's But I manifest a little with my Bailey's I'm my ancestors baby So I give them everything that they gave me Before we get into all of my stuff, I want to shout out and send all of my good juju to everyone who donated to me on Cash App uh, for folks who donated to me. I actually don't think anyone used PayPal, but all the folks that donated to me through Cash App, which is deeply appreciated. Uh, super, super hella juju to Zora Nil Twerk something, uh, one of my internet homies and just like hilarious ass person. Um, who encouraged me to start a Patreon. And I knew I should start a Patreon when I first started the podcast, but I was like, eh, I'll just do it later. I don't really care. I don't, you know, it's Patreon is the site for donations. Um, and you can just kind of make a regular commitment to podcasts or just like pay artists for their labor, for their work that they often aren't paid for. And Patreon is just a good way to do that and to make those like monthly commitments to people. And uh, Zora messaged me and was like, um, where's your Patreon? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I thought about doing it, but I just didn't do it yet. She's like, no, you need to create a Patreon. Like the ancestors literally had me just message you and say, get the Patreon up now. And so I did it the next day. The Patreon is now up. Uh, so that is... A possibility now you all can donate to me yay forgive and receive yay the universe is about balance it's about dynamic exchange so if you feel it in your heart to donate a little bit to the podcast i'm just asking for three dollars a month you can obviously give more you can give less but i'm just asking for folks who are enjoying the podcast to donate three dollars a month and that will go towards costs of putting out the podcast, um, the website fees, and all just other spiritual supply stuff that comes up. Um, I record this podcast from my bed usually, and I really, it's weird. I have my mic on my side table, and I just like sit on the side of my bed and like lean over and talk into the mic. So I feel like I need a, uh, like a desk, like the, even just like a bed and breakfast desk that I can just put in the bed so I don't have to like awkwardly lean over it's really weird but like that's just little things that come up they're like oh I need that like so just donating to the podcast will just help me get better supplies so that I can record more comfortably I can get some headphones eventually a better mic recording materials just all the things that come up that you don't expect to come up when you're trying to put out a podcast you just think it's just you're going to talk into a mic and it's free. It's not free. <laughs> Nothing is free. I don't know what I was thinking. So anyway, again, shout out to uh, Zora. Shout out to everyone who donated and check out my Patreon uh, site. I believe it's patreon.com slash jujube. Yeah, patreon.com slash jujube. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash jujube. And... Uh, See what's popping on the Patreon. I my website also um, www.itchjujube.com 
has my products on there, my Make Conjure Black Again hats, as well as the Hoodoo Matters shirts. And there is a page for a Little Juju podcast, which just has a podcast description, a link to the episodes themselves, and then it'll take you to the Patreon or my PayPal. And also has my cash app on there, which is It's Juju Bay. So yes, I wanted to start off with that and just say thank you, thank you, thank you, and all the good juju uh, to the folks that... um, are able to support me monetarily. And if you're not able to support me monetarily, another beautiful way that I really appreciate is just sharing the podcast and telling people that it's good (laughs) or that you like it or recommending it. That is also another way to help support and sustain me and this work. So thank you, loves. Now let's get into this, this, this tea I have. All you need is a little juju. Ay, ay, ay. So remember last week, let me just get comfortable. Last week when I told y'all that I text my ex and I did not get a text back. <laughs> and I was cool with that, right? Because I wasn't doing it for a text back. I was doing it to be like, yo, hi, I'm we, we're cool. Sending you my love. All this, you know, it's peace, whatever. Child, I put that episode out. Of course, I got a text back the next day the day after I recorded and y'all my ex is already dating a new person (laughs) like a whole person but not just any person but like the person that we used to argue over all the time like the person that I accused them of cheating on me with this person that I just did not fuck with at all my ex is dating that person (laughs) and it's not funny (laughs) like I guess I'm laughing to keep from crying right now um no I actually do feel a lot better about it when I first found out I was distraught obviously but I've had a week to heal and get my life right and together and um yeah so I did get the text back and it's funny because I asked my ancestors before I actually text my ex. I was like, yo, do y'all support me even reaching out? And like, should I? And they was like, yeah, you should. And so obviously when I got that text back, I'm like, yo, why would y'all tell me to reach out? But it's because I needed to know. Like I needed that true closure. Like, boo-boo, I have moved on from you. I am actually dating the person that um, you wanted me to stay away from. So bloop. <laughs> So I am, I am, I've just been trying to process what all of that means for me and and why it was so hurtful. Well, not even just why it was so hurtful. I guess I know why it was so hurtful because I, I felt, and I still probably feel a little bit betrayed, but there's no reason for me to feel betrayed at all. First of all, we are broken up. Um, second of all, like... I mean, I, I'm I'm free from that. I'm I'm happy that I'm I'm single and figuring out stuff for myself. So it's it's like it's fine. It just was really hurtful and I also felt stupid. I think that's the biggest thing that I felt hearing that because I knew in the relationship that there was just something that wasn't right. And particularly around this other person who they're now dating. 
And I was just like, yo, it's just not enough room for all of us. Like, it's just not enough room for you to be friends with this person. And I said that. And I'm like, it's just not, something isn't right to me. Also, I'm not saying this to say that my partner was cheating on me while we were together with this person. Because I actually don't think that. So, I don't know. I, I don't think that, genuinely. Even though it sounds like that because you know, they are now dating and we kind of just broke up, but no, I really don't think that uh, more or less, but you know, at this point I did a divination today. I was talking to my ancestors and I'm like, you know, I really want, I love to be cool with my exes. Like nothing makes me feel more joy than to be cool with my exes. I actually just like to be cool with people. I hate bad blood. I hate bad energy. I hate bad vibes between somebody that I used to love or still love or had a lot of love for. I hate that. Even if we don't have, even if we're not in a relationship anymore, I just want to be cool. Like we don't even got to be friends, but I want to know, like, you not over there sending me bad shit. And that I, and I want you to know that I'm not over here sending you bad shit. Cause if I said, I love you, I love you. Like, I'm not trying to do that, but it, so, but like now I'm just, I'm just a little shook, y'all. I'm, I'm kind of shook, but at the end of the day, you know, I do want niggas to be happy. So like, if that makes niggas happy, then bet, you know, like that's, that's, that's what it is. Hmm. It's definitely just hard, but that's that's what needs that's what needed to happen. That's the information I needed to hear. That's clearly who my ex partner needed to date, and that's just that. And I need to be okay with that because I have no other choice. And so I'm not beating myself up too much because I just you know I got I got shit to work through like we all do. So I just wanted to update y'all on the text thing. So Venus retrograde really does want to fight, but like she's really just trying to, and she did exactly that, help us heal from the shit that we thought we healed from. Like we really didn't, like I said that last episode. And so it made me, like when me and my ex broke up, I was like surprisingly upbeat. I was surprisingly good. Like I wasn't really crying like that. I was just kind of like, wow, this is, this is new because old me would have been crying in the bed and ready to die, honestly. And that moment when I learned that my partner had moved, my ex had moved on, I was like, oh, now I'm feeling all the things. Like Venus did exactly what she was supposed to do. Like, baby, you ain't healed from that. You walk around thinking you healed, trying to hide it. And, and whatever you Whatever little vices you got, you ain't here, boom. What you gonna do with that? And I, I've been I've been fucked up, y'all. I've been fucked up from that. But every day gets better. I talked to Oshun last night and I feel better. I talked to my ancestors and my muertos. I talked to all my spirits about it. Like, help me heal, y'all. What the fuck? So, you know, it's 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 good. I'm good. I'ma be good and it is what it is. I have blessings that are in store for me. New people. I ain't got to be pressed over no ex or none of that. I have a bright future. I have a person slash people who 
who will love me and do all the things that I need and be what I need and I will be what they need. And that's it. So I'm really just trying to ground myself in that because it is true. And it is coming. So I got to get myself together. Child. I was talking, I was telling my friend Camille this and she was like, you need to um, burn, you know, write a letter to your ex and then burn it. And I was like, duh, I need to do a firework and then cleanse myself of all of that. So this is a great transition into heal yourself. All you need is a little juju. So heal yourself is the part of the show where I share some tips, tricks, and insights juju related to heal to address some of our issues, to make us feel better, you know, all of that good shit. So today's Heal Yourself is what Camille suggested to me, which I completely forgot. Sometimes I just forget the tools that I have. Like, I forget about burning things. Like, duh. I need to write a letter and burn it. That is like a very easy ritual to cleanse yourself of things that you do not want. If you got, so in my case, for example, to help break ties between myself and my ex, I'm just going to write them a letter around how I feel around, yeah, just how I feel, all the things that I want to let go from that relationship, um, the things that hurt me, the things that made me upset, the things that made me cry. I'm going to just literally just spill my heart out on paper and um, burn it. (laughs) I'm going to burn it. That's such a good release. I mean, even writing for me is a magical practice, to be honest. I think I think writers are are magicians uh, because of the ways that they just go from taking something that doesn't exist that exists in in their head and like making it physical and putting it on paper and and manifesting it in so many different ways so writing is a, is a ritual a healing ritual in itself and then when you add fire which represents uh death in a, a lot of traditions rebirth in many traditions and just ridding oneself and clean and cleansing also you put the writing with the fire and then you do it under a waning moon, for example, a waning moon is the moon where you're just like releasing the moon where you're trying to remove obstacles, remove shit from your past that you don't want remove all of that together. You got the fire, the moon and the writing child. So whatever it is that you feel you are just ready to release. You are ready to let go things that you feel like are holding you back, potentially blocking you from the next phase of your life. Get that pen and paper out. I always recommend writing it. If you want to type, that's fine. But I always recommend, you know, hand to pen to paper. Write it all out. Spill your heart out. Cry. Just release it all and then burn that shit. If you have a fireplace, amazing. This uh black witch I know says all all witches need to have a fireplace. When you get your own house, you need to have a fireplace. And that's so true because there's just so many, so many great things we can do with fire. But everybody ain't got no fireplace. Everybody ain't got their own house. (laughs) I ain't got no fireplace. So I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do that. Probably you can go outside if you have space and put a lighter and burn it. Make sure you got some water or something close by just in case, you know, shit go awry. 
and some shango energy pop out. Um, you could probably do it like in a pot, a pot, a cauldron. I mean, I do have a cauldron. I could burn it there. Um, get creative with it and be safe. And just as the fire is burning up all of the things that you want to release, just like feel it kind of burn away in your spirit too. Feel it burn away in your heart. Feel all that pain and negativity that you've been carrying and hurt. Just let it, just let it fade away. And um, it's it's powerful. It's powerful. And and I shout out to Camille again for just bringing that back to my attention and reminding me, like, oh yeah, I can write about it and light it on fire. Like simple. And honestly, it doesn't have to be under a waning moon, but it's always nice to use moon phases just for that extra oomph, that extra like universal support to help bring about whatever you're trying to do, whatever your intentions are to help manifest your intentions. Um, but if you need to do it today and today's a full moon or whatever it is, go ahead and do that. <laughs> like, you know, your intention is the biggest uh ingredient in my opinion so you can always release it's never too late to release so if you need to do it as soon as possible or the day you want to do it's not a waning moon no problem but just wanted to say that it's you know you could do a waning moon that'd be a little extra universal support so let me know how that goes for y'all uh and Let's get out here and release this toxic shit. Let's release these exes we don't need anymore. Let's release these bad friendships. Let's release these childhood traumas. Let's release. Let's release. Let's release. We have so many things in our future that are just for us. And so often our pain is what holds us back. It really be us. It really be us. So we have to do all that we can to make sure that we're good and that like I've said before in past episodes that we're controlling the things that we can't that we can control amidst all the things that we can't so there are things that we can and we can control our healing and we have tools thank the ancestors we have tools that they left for us to be able to do this healing work and to reap the gifts that this life has to offer us because we all have gifts that that we are owed and I want myself and I want all of y'all to get them. And I don't want any little crusty ex or crusty friend or ancient individual or some bad shit that happened before to hold you back from those gifts. You deserve those gifts. You deserve to get them. So let's heal. Put that pen to the paper. Let's heal, y'all. All you need is a little juju. Y'all, why is dating so weird? I am not a dater because I am a chronic relationship-er. Like, I stay in somebody's relationship. And people always say, you know, that's so bad. And I've been, I've been the person to say, like, oh, this person stay in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. Like, they don't even know themselves. I'm, I'm thinking more deeply about that before I say that, because I don't know if that's necessarily true all the time. Like, I mean, it's natural to want to be in relationship. For some people, they just love to be in relationship. They love to be in community. They love to be with other people. 
I think that there's a, a balance between people who are like running away from something and always need to be in a relationship to people who just like relationships. And so I don't think that everyone who is in a relationship often has a problem. But that's kind of like the, the the sentiment that people put out. And I just don't think that that's, I don't think that that is a complete idea. I think that there's something to that idea that's not a complete idea. But anyway, that's a little aside. I I stay in a relationship. And for me, I think that a lot of it has been a bit of running from things internal things but a lot of it is because I'm just a cancer (laughs) I'm a triple cancer y'all and I just like being loved up on like I like having a person I like I don't even necessarily like cuddling for real because my past lovers or whatever be like you don't even cuddle me like after we have sex you don't even you just turn your back (laughs) and I'm like yeah I do because I'm trying to go to sleep (laughs) I don't need to be all up on you. But like, no, I just like, I like relationships. I like having a person or persons. Like, I don't know. I probably make myself out to be this like super hoe. I don't give a F about nobody. Like, I just want sex. But I really be wanting to just be, have have a person and be around them and talk and listen. You know? So anyway, I'm at this weird place in my life where I'm actually dating, like for real dating. Like before I would date, but I always had a partner or like an ex that I was still messing with. So in a way, I still kind of had to be accountable to them. And in a way, it was like I was still in a relationship. It was weird. So even if I went out with a new person, I was going to leave you and hit up my ex like Yo, what you doing? I'm about to come through. Oh, you trying to go to the movies? Oh, you trying, you know? So this is the first time I actually don't have an ex to fall back on when I'm lonely. I don't have an ex to like hit up after a bad date or anything. Like it is just me out here doing my own thing. It is weird. It's so strange. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to date. Number one. Number two, I I have been dating non-men for the past four years. And now all of a sudden, since me and my ex broke up, I have been dating cis men. Like, I swore I was a lesbian. (laughs) I'm not a lesbian. (laughs) I am surely not a lesbian. Like, I used to refer to myself as gay all the time. Like, I knew I wasn't, like, true, true a lesbian. I knew that I was attracted to different genders regardless of who people were, if you find, you find, like, but I was, I've always been with mostly, I've been with more women than I have men or not even just women, but like non-binary people, just like non-men. I have been with more non-men than I have cis men or men period. So I've just been like on my cis men shit and I'm like, what is going on? Like, I just feel like I'm really learning so much more about myself and what I desire and what I like and how being in a relationship with men is just so different and it requires me to do things that I just haven't had to do before and think about concepts in ways I haven't had to and communicate in different ways and having sex different ways it's just weird like 
I'm just not, my bad. I'm just not a lesbian. And so I have realized that <laughs> this is not gay after I broke up, we and my ex broke up. Like just so many changes have happened. So navigating that has been very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, so like, wow, where do I even want to start? So first of all, I need to get rid of this whole ass love working I did for me and my ex. Like I did a whole, I wouldn't even call it, I guess it's a binding. I used hair and I, you know, put our personal concerns or whatever in a jar and I put the, you know, love herbs and honey and all that and set intentions and prayed and lit the candles and dripped the candle wax. You know, I did all of that and that love working is literally still sitting in my living room looking at me like, so what you going to do with me? And I need to get rid of it. Like I need to go to the crossroads and crush that shit or light it on fire somewhere or throw it in the water. I mean, I probably need to do a, a compilation of all of those things. I need to ask my ancestors exactly what to do with it, but I'm thinking about just kind of, uh, crushing it, shattering it at the crossroads. But I got a whole ass love working. Like we, my partner and I are still very much binded together because I did a binding work while we were in relationship with 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 each other. Like when we were going through just a lot of stuff, I was like, okay, I'm I gotta just do a little juju because I don't know what is going on with us, but we need to add a little bit more, you know, sweetness into this relationship. So that was a, I wouldn't say we binded, but there is definitely sorcery that is still connecting us and there was sorcery behind our relationship which and also my ex knew this like I was not doing any sorcery behind their back and they didn't know I think that is wrong I think that is coercive I don't think that's cute even if it's just a a sweetener you should just ask your partner to do the sweetener don't just be doing a sweetener oh for those who don't know a sweetener is um a container quote-unquote spell or working usually it consists of personal concerns of whoever or whatever you're trying to sweeten so for example personal concerns was my hair and my ex's hair Uh, that was in the jar along with some other uh a, a sweetener agent usually people use honey but you can also use sugar if you need something a little bit quicker you use molasses what have you and you just put that in the jar and you do the relevant workings over it the prayers the whatever you need to do you work that shit you work that sweetener so that whatever you're trying to sweetener I'm sorry whatever you're trying to sweeten gets sweet you know so you have those sweetening ingredients in this jar with personal concerns of you and another person or you yeah you could sweeten your boss or whatever and yeah that's that's it's a simple simple container working so yeah I have one for my ex and it is still there still put together oh I also had our pictures in there which is another personal concern child and I'm just looking at it every day like lord I need to get rid of this (laughs) we are done I need to just rid myself of all of it including this work so I need to get rid of that And I think that'll also help with 
just trying to move just trying to move on all you need is a little juju so yeah we've been broken up a couple months now i got the sweetener jar i need to destroy and i have been dating men <laughs> which has been so wild um first of all the first oh god oh god how how i'm just right now processing how how real is it about to get right now how deep am i about to go so let me just say this i slipped up i didn't slip up i made a decision to sleep with a man and you know not use a condom and I I put this on Facebook the other day the biggest push for me to use a condom it is how sensitive I am I take on other people's energy and their spirits first of all we all do when having sex sex ain't ain't never just sex people who be like it's just sex it ain't it ain't no just sex it is a lot of motherfucking energy exchange that happens when you have sex with people sex is a portal meaning it is a a, a sweet spot, a place where the spiritual realm and the physical realm opens up. Okay, you can manifest a lot of things during sex. We can talk about that a little later, about sex magic. But back to this, yeah, I slept with this guy. You know, didn't use condoms. I just have a, you know, I got to keep it 100. I'm not the biggest condom lover. Like, I don't know who is. They feel unnatural to me. They don't feel right. I don't like them. I understand why people use them. I don't discourage condom use. I think I encourage it. Do as I do, not as I say. <laughs> so anyway, I slipped up, whatever. I didn't slip up. I made a conscious decision to do it. And when I tell y'all, this man's ancestors be on my back, like telling me, the things that he needs to do, the things that he needs to be intentional about, the things that he needs to heal from. And I'm like, yo, I did not sign up for y'all to do this. I can tell him these things and I can encourage him to figure out his own way of communicating with y'all. Or maybe y'all need to make it a little bit more clearer to him how you're trying to get these messages across. But I am not about to, listen, we was just fucking, I'm not trying to be this man's like counselor. And of course I told him whatever he was open to it. It was all good. But like, yo, I cannot, I can't be doing it. And so that was just really a wake up call for me to, I just can't be opening myself up to everybody's energy or everybody's spirits because I mean, it could have been a lot worse. There's so many just nasty and negative things on people. And when you're just engaging in sex, all of that shit can just hop right on you. And it'll drive it could drive you up the wall you could just get whatever just negative stuff is around them you don't want that like how when you walk in a room and somebody has a bad attitude and then you get a bad attitude 
That's because that energy exchange, that spirit, whatever is has them having a bad attitude hops right onto you. So that same thing happens like times a million when you are having sex with a person. All this shit is yours and all your shit becomes theirs. So, mm, y'all, don't do as I, don't do as I, as I do. I'm good. You know, got tested. All is good. All is well. But I was like, yo, if nothing else, if I won't slip up for no other reason, it will be because of these spiritual boundaries. I am too damn sensitive and too much of a medium to be holding on and having some other niggas ancestors coming and, and, and trying to tell me what he need to do. Like he needs to start eating breakfast. I'm not telling him he needs to start eating breakfast. You tell him he needs to start eating breakfast. Shit. So that's been that. Um... Also, sex is binding in a lot of ways, especially when you're sharing fluids. (sighs) So binding is, y'all, there's just so many ways to bind yourself to people. (sighs) Here's the thing. Everyone seems to be overly concerned with how to get their man back, how to stop their man from cheating, how to do X, Y, Z with that man. I get questions about it and nothing makes me more irritated because most of the time it's from women who are trying to get a man to come back who communicated with you that he don't want you back or he's cheating on you regularly or he just left you. Why are you coming to me trying to get somebody who left you back? He don't want to be with you. So I'm not going to tell you what you can do to get him back. I know what you could do, but that is, it's, it's dangerous. I don't want to have any more questions about that. Let me do a little history lesson. Our ancestors in a lot of ways used to, our foremothers specifically, in a lot of ways used to use their, Fluids, their bodily fluids, regardless of which one, blood being the most common and the most powerful, using those fluids and putting them in different uh, foods, beverages, etc., so that the person that they were trying to bind to them would cons- consume it and be tied to them. They often did that because. Thanks to patriarchy, and especially for for our black foremothers, like, we didn't have access to get our own money. We didn't have access to take care of a family. Well, we weren't able to take care of a family our, ourselves. We had to rely on our husbands and our men to go out, do his job, get paid, come home, and then provide for the family while we stay home and do whatever. So we literally, or they literally could not afford to have they man cheating on them, leaving them with the kids and finding some other woman and leaving their family because then you have no income. 
you have no way to help your family. And of course, our ancestors always made a way. Our foremothers always made a way. But what I'm saying is like, it would be easy if you had your man going out, getting his check and coming home. So to give you the money so you could get the food, cook it and take care of your family, pay the bills. I can't pay the bills if my man is out here with another woman, giving her my check or taking care of her kids or taking her out to eat, eat her food or giving her money so she can cook for him, you know? So they had to do what they had to do to keep their man around. And that is no shade to our foremothers. It's what had to be done. And I'm not going to say that patriarchy still doesn't limit black women in these ways to where we often still have to rely on, on a man to get shit done. Um, you know, from a monetary standpoint, but y'all not even reaching out to me about that. Y'all reaching out to me talking about some, my man, he, um, someone actually reached out and said that her man was abusing her and, um, cheating on her regularly. And she just wants to bind. Uh, she needed a good bonding working so that he would stop cheating on her. And I'm like, baby, he's cheating on you. You don't want that. He's abusive towards you. You definitely don't want that. People have died, y'all. More specifically, not just died, people have been murdered because of binding workings. Because if you're, if you're giving, if you're ingesting or somehow sharing, especially blood with another individual, that is a spiritual bind. And sometimes you don't need to spiritually bind yourself with someone, even if you want to be with them. Sometimes you ain't supposed to be together. You're supposed to be together for a season and it's supposed to be over. Now you done binding him and y'all together for three years now. And he wants to get out, but he don't know how to get out because he got all these spirits pulling him back all the time because you decided to bind him with your ashe. That is a waste of ashe, number one. And two, eventually people figure out how to get out of it. And it has often resulted in death. It is not a safe practice. It is not. You are worth so much more than they're bonding somebody to you. My thing is, if somebody want to be with you, they want to be with you. And when they want to leave, you let them leave. Period. Point blank. In my case, I feel like it was a binding a little bit to have a love working, but it was more so a sweetening of the relationship and not so much like I am tying you to me, but more so putting our personal concerns in there together consensually and doing the work together consensually. Not, oh, I don't want my ex to leave. Or even like, I don't want my ex to be talking to this person who I don't like. So I'm gonna bond them. I could have done that. I was like, oh no, I'm not doing that. Cause at the end of the day, if somebody wants to leave you, let them leave you. Ain't no reason to bind yourself to nobody. Sweeten them if you want to sweeten a relationship with consent. Don't bind. It is not worth it. And so anyway, a lot of that binding can happen even during sex. So my godfather was saying this before. Now I have not gotten to this point yet because I like to talk dirty. You know, I like to be like, you know, this pussy's yours. I like to do all of that. But when you're somebody like me, specifically me, who has a gift of um, manifesting through my tongue. Like, I literally have to watch my words when I'm fucking because if I keep telling somebody this pussy is theirs over and over again and 
remember sex and orgasms specifically are portals. If I'm orgasm, if I'm about to be at the point of orgasm or another person's orgasm, I'm saying this pussy is yours. I'm saying, you know, you can do whatever to it because it's your, I'm, I'm casting spells, baby. I'm doing workings. That is potentially very dangerous TBH, you know? I mean, you putting all your energy and intent behind those words and you are engaging in a really powerful act. I mean, sex is a ritual. I'm just saying be careful, y'all. I'm just saying it makes, sometimes it just makes things a little bit more difficult because we didn't put all our intent. We just saying what we want to say out our mouth and we don't mean it because this pussy really ain't nobody's but mine. But in the moment, I just love to talk like that. I love that. But, uh, nah, y'all, just, just be careful, be, be, be careful, okay, because uh, you might have some shit you can't get rid of. Well, you can, but then you have to have, reach out to somebody like me to help you get rid of it. Well, don't reach out to me because I can't help you, but somebody else, a powerful worker to help you get rid of, rid of it, so... Watch your mouth. Watch your intentions. I know we want to have fun. I know we want to talk dirty. That's cool. I'm still trying to figure out how I can do that, but like not be casting spells <laughs> while I'm doing it. Just be careful. Same with period sex. You know, I think patriarchy did an excellent job at telling us that periods are dirty and disgusting and you don't have sex on your period because that's just dirty. And so then the counter narrative to that is often uh, periods are not dirty. I can have sex whenever time of the month I want to because it's my body. And if my partner consents to having a little blood, you know, it's just a little blood. I'm with that. And... For just a, a, a more complete picture, it's not necessarily about periods being dirty and nasty and not wanting to have sex on your period because of that. But remember, blood is a really powerful binding tool. So having sex on your period when there could be blood exchanges, when you know blood could be in the mouth, and consumed, depending on what acts you're doing and how freaky you get in, I would just recommend not having period sex with somebody that you're not trying to be around for a while or somebody or someone that you plan will be in your life or, I mean, you're not necessarily saying you got to be in love with them or, or, or your regular partner or your bae, but I would just think more critically around who you want to share that those fluids with and not because you're dirty or, or 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 being dirty but just more so because of who are you binding yourself to what are you binding to and is that something that you you really are trying to do you know you know what I'm trying to say so it's just it's just things to think about and consider and if you think it's cool go ahead do you boo boo because I ain't trying to because listen I probably tell a nigga this pussy you know, this pussy is theirs next time I fuck, you know. So, <laughs> but it is something I need to consider and be a little bit more serious about because of my, my gifts of manifestation. 
you know? So if anybody got advice on that, let me know. All you need is a little juju. So I uh went on this date last weekend, was it? And I went on a date with someone who is a uh, a priest, a medium. I actually met him at a misa. <laughs> and so there's like this part of me that's like, oh my God, I would love to meet somebody who like does the work that I do and is a spirit worker and is a medium and is a spiritualist and is a priest and is a, you know, honors the Orishas and divines. And so there's just certain things I don't have to explain or certain things just don't sound weird because they get it. But then there's this other half of, I don't want to be dealing with no person who's going to be trying to read me all day and trying to get all in my head and making everything all deep and, checking me about how I'm doing my spiritual shit because that's not what they do you know so like there, I think there's pros and cons for dating somebody who's a spirit worker or not but I like but I decided to go out with him because he seemed cool and he was also a cancer which I was like I have never actually went out with a cancer man mm, I don't think I've ever been out with another cancer before and uh I don't think I uh, like it so much only because it's, I think it was just a little bit too much for me. I mean, beyond, we, we didn't connect like in that way. We didn't connect in like a romantic way, but I definitely think he's a cool person and a great person to know and learn from because um, he's just has, you know, he's an elder specifically in the Orisha tradition because he's a priest. So definitely like an opportunity to learn and connect with someone. But I, I don't think that we connected any deeper than that, which is okay. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like the whole, I don't, I don't know, just being a reader and just being able to pinpoint too much stuff. Because for me, it's like, if I don't tell you out of my mouth, even if you can read it, don't try to tell me about me. Like, I don't think that's cute. I really don't. I think that just happened a lot. Like, it, it can be true, but what's the fun in trying to learn about a person or just creating space for people to be comfortable to tell you what they want if you just, like, if you're telling them what they want because you have that gift, and that's cool, but it's just, like, there, I think that there just needs to be, like, boundaries set when dating someone who's as, who's gifted like that, like we're two gifted people. So that kind of ran me off. Of, well, it didn't run me off because we just didn't connect anyway. If we connected, it might have been different. But I was just like, uh, no. Even though it's really amazing that he knows, like I probably, I don't know. I just kind of go back and forth. Like, am I going to end up dating someone who is in this life? Am I going to end up dating something who is completely not in this life, which I don't think could be possible? Or what I think will happen is I date someone and I pull them into this life and then they become a part of it, but not someone who already has their own standing and footing. But maybe, like, I, I literally don't know. I think, like I said, there's pros and cons to both. But yeah, with him, I was just, it was too much. And yeah, and then I met this guy 
at a bar at my friend's birthday slash engagement party. Shout out to Lex. Um, the bartender. And I didn't think anything serious would happen with him. But, you know, just just kind of been talking to him. He's also a cancer, though. And I'm like, yo, what is with me meeting cancer men right now? What is this? I always think the universe is trying to tell me something when I meet people of the same sign or I meet a lot of a particular sign. So since actually my ex and I broke up, I have been meeting. I first met in Aries and then I just been meeting hella water signs, like hella water signs, like just deeply connecting, loving on, befriending water signs and I'm just like okay so I really need to like sit in my water shit right now and like I told you I'm a triple cancer and Scorpio so I'm just straight water and I think I just really kind of need to seep in my stuff and just kind of go with the flow and chill and and feel my emotions and not run from them so I've been I've been doing that so even just meeting this cancer bartender guy First of all, I'm not loving cancer, guys. They're kind of annoying. They're kind of not... They don't represent for cancers like how I need them to. The bartender guy was okay, but I ended up getting like... I was unconsensually touched at a bar. Like, this guy rubbed my ass. And the, the bartender guy got mad at me. And he knew that... He knew that it was unconsensual the whole time, but he got mad at me that someone touched me without my consent. So I was like, um, skirt, not really messing with that. And then I told him about himself. He was like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Well, if you felt like I came at you wrong, I'm sorry. Like, no, baby, I didn't feel like you came at me wrong. You did. So I kind of just like, I really just wanted to like, fuck, but I don't know like I can't now because he just messed it up I'm a womanist damn it so then my friend is trying to have me meet up with this guy uh sometime this week and he seems cool I don't know his sign I really don't know much about him it's kind of a blind date thing which is cool because I I don't have to judge him too much I just kind of go and see him and see what's up and what happens and let it be that but yeah y'all it's just a lot and oh I forgot to mention the bartender Guy asked for my social media and I was just like, uh, no, you'll get it later because I really, really, really am afraid of coming out to, as a spirit worker, like I'm afraid of just coming out as, in dates, in my family, just in general, I'm just not comfortable with the fact or, or even explaining to people what it is that I do or what my gifts are because I know people are just going to be like, what? Or I would just hate to have a conversation where somebody tries it and says I'm a devil worshiper or something because then it's going to be on and popping. And like, that's not even my style, but I'll take your photo to the grave. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm, I'm really careful and I've just not, never had to be this careful because my partner, my ex-partner, was there with me when I started this journey, like started from the bottom, was with me. When I first started building my altar, when I first started saying I see stuff, when I first started hearing stuff, when I first started going to Misa, when I first, you know, got into Lukumi, when I first joined a conjure house, like when I first did all of this shit, they were there. So even though they might not have been like as 
engrossed in it as I was, they knew they knew that part of me. And I think the the scariest thing about not being in that relationship, well, not just that relationship, but just in a relationship with somebody who knew you in that capacity is like someone else has to get to know my spiritual self and understand why I do what I do and understand why if my ancestors say I can't go here, I'm not going to go. And I know explain that to somebody who doesn't know that or get that it would be, it would be weird. Like I have a lot of anxiety around that. Like I was supposed to meet up with a guy today and my ancestors were like, nah, you're not meeting up with him today. And it's not like you can't meet up with him ever, but today is not, it's not a good day for you to do that. And so I had to make up a reason why I couldn't see him anymore, but I should have asked from jump. But no, if my ancestors say, I can't meet you today, I can't meet you today. But I don't need to tell them like, oh, so, uh, see, I talk to spirits. But, like, I just haven't decided how open I'm going to be. Like, I haven't decided, even if I should let people listen to the podcast, like people I'm dating listen to the podcast. Because it's just, I'm I'm so afraid to come out about this. I'm like, damn, if I end up dating a, if, if I end up dating a cis man anyway, I'm gonna have to come out with the fact that like, yes, yeah, so I'm definitely not just attracted to your kind and I'm definitely gonna want to continue to be uh, intimate with women and non-men. So how do you feel about that? Like, I'm already poly, you feel me? Now, niggas just gonna think I'm some weird ass poly queer witch, <laughs> which I fucking am, I guess. But I, I just, I just, I'm always wondering how people are navigating that who, who do not practice traditional Abrahamic religions, you know, even atheists. Cause I just assume most people these days are just Christian, whether they are like practicing Christian or not, they might label themselves as Christian. And so I don't know how to, God, I just wouldn't want anybody to say some disrespectful shit, you know? So it's, it's just, I have so much, I'm just like, damn, my ex knew all of me and just knew me from the start of this stuff and just knew me with my gifts and and knew that I had visions and knew I had dreams and knew if they were in another room and they heard me talking that I probably wasn't talking to them. You know, there's something, there was something very beautiful about that, that I just, I know I'll find that again one day. It's not that I'll never get that again, but it's this process of getting to know people and how much you want to let them into your, your practices and into your life. And then are they going to judge you? And then how, or how far do you let it go on before you tell them? And then what if they run away after you tell them? Just, uh, just things that I'm thinking about and considering, which have been, to be honest, a bit anxiety, a bit anxiety provoking. Yeah. Yeah. You know those rules uh, people make up those like little white people rules about dating like don't talk about religion politics or I forgot the third thing I think it's one more just not supposed to talk about on the first date we gotta talk about politics on the first date because like are you black last matter or are you all last matter that's just what it is we do have to talk about politics on the first date because I'm not wasting my time with somebody who got a MAGA hat in the trunk you feel me like not doing that so Definitely going to touch on politics, not deep, but I got to know your general politics. Do you believe in the liberation of black people <laughs> like, or no, you know, are you a reformist? Like I'd want to know that, but generally I do think that the religious aspect 
should wait for me, not for anyone. I'm not telling anybody else what to do. Just for me, I think, just because of my own anxiety. Pero, I literally am such a religious person. I am deeply religious. Like, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm a religious person. I'm not just spiritual. Like, I have a religion that I follow and listen to and, and consult with before I make decisions. So, yeah, I'm sorry. My, my, uh, radiator is just so loud and there's just nothing I can do about it. But with your donation, I could get some sort of noise silencing background noise thing so I don't have to deal with that. So, yeah, but you know, we're starting off in the trenches. It is what it is. Anyway, I'm religious as hell. So I don't even know how I can have a conversation and not mention my spirits or not mention my ancestors. It's going to be hard as hell. That's all I talk about. I'm obsessed with them. I love them. They are my best friends. They are going to be with me on the date. <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. I I just, I don't know. But I will, I will have to let y'all know how this little blind date thing goes and how I'm just like processing this whole, this whole breakup and, you know, cause I just, I just know that I'm not the only person dealing with this and I, you know, breakups, they really just don't get any easier. I mean, it's like they do, but they don't. I've been through so many breakups. I'm like, damn, you would think that I just don't care anymore. And I thought for a minute that I didn't care. Until I found out, you know, that they were dating someone else. And I was like, I care. I know you don't care too much. You know what Beyonce said? <laughs> so I've been crying, goddamn. A lot. A lot. A lot. But it's been nice to get to know people. It's been nice to be able to go out. It's been nice to be free and it's it's been nice that my gifts have just let me say since I broke up with x-bay my gifts out of this world y'all I got possessed I wasn't getting possessed I would go to Mises which is a space where people induce possession to read others read members of the community read whatever people's spirits can come down and use your body you know as a conduit and, and you read so i would go into misa like with my ex didn't get mounted didn't da, da, we broke up i'm mounted all the time i don't need no misa to get mounted i can get mounted i fuck around if i talk about it too much right now i get mounted on this damn podcast you feel me like I've been seeing spirits. That's never been my gift. I never thought that I would. I see them now since we broke up. Like, I hear them now. Not hear, hear, but like my clear audience is popping now since we broke up. Dreams are popping. Spiritual shit just popping. Um, I left my holy lay. Like, I'm transitioning from Lukumi to a more traditional form of Ifa, but not Isheshe, not fully Isheshe. Anyway, just like mad stuff has been happening. So the next person I meet is really going to have to be with the shits because X-Babe was with the shits, you know, when I was doing that work. Now the work that I've been doing is, is 
is manifesting in my life and the gifts are here. So this next person is going to be, they're going to be, if they're not in this life already, they're going to be shook F. Okay. <laughs> going to be shook F. So this is just an, an interesting little journey, little journey for me. And I, uh, we'll see. We will see. Um, I'm going to do this this letter writing and just let it let it flow let it go and and see what happens oh shoot the episode is almost kind of over because I don't like to go too much over an hour but I have to talk about sex magic all you need is a little juju Oh my goodness, sex magic. How did I not? I was literally about to close and I'm like, I did not talk about sex magic enough. Okay, sex magic is when you use, again, orgasms being portal to the spirit realm, physical realm, perfect time to manifest the things that you want and bring about life to whatever it is that you're trying to to have an experience. Okay, I had to leave my loud ass room. Hopefully that's a little bit better. Because that radiator was like starting to turn up. I'm like, girl, what are you doing? Anyway, sex magic. So, yes, portal, perfect place to manifest when you are having sex. Now, sex magic does not have to happen when you're having sex with another person. It can happen when you are having sex with yourself. I actually think it's better when you're having sex with yourself. But, I mean, I can't really say that because I've technically never done sex magic with another person necessarily I usually do it when I'm masturbating so essentially it's pretty easy what you what you're doing is when you're so for example if you're masturbating while you're masturbating before you actually orgasm or get to that place you're thinking about what it is that you're trying to create manifest bring forth what have you and it does not have to be related to sex. So sometimes I do healing work through masturbation. I'm like, okay, what I my intention with this this sex magic ritual is to um, release some of the trauma that I hold, or pain that I hold, or bring about healing, etc. So I set that intention. So while you know you're doing what you got to do, you're thinking about you know, that pain leaving your body, you're thinking about what it would mean for you to heal. You're really just preparing yourself and your body to receive all of those blessings that you are are working towards doing the sex magic. And so when that orgasm comes, that is the moment that you manifest it. Like that's the moment that you just feel like you were just breaking free like oh I'm healed it feels so good like I, I I have gotten it I have done the healing work that I've meant to do I have with this orgasm have released the trauma that I was just thinking about wanting to release and it doesn't have to be like because and I know it's hard because it's like but I'm asking I don't want to think about my trauma it's not that you're thinking about the trauma necessarily like look at your porn look at whatever you need to look at but in the back of your head you have that intention of this is why you're you are doing this work though like get off how you need to get off, but you are doing this work for your healing, for the betterment of yourself. It's not just an empty sex act. So like, I just want us to use our sex acts 
more intentionally because it's so powerful. Like it is so powerful. Well, we don't have to waste these orgasms. And yeah, like don't waste your orgasms. Use it for good. Use it for your healing. Use it for the betterment. Use it to get some money. Like if you need a certain amount of money, when you come, you're thinking about all the money that you're about to get, you know, with that exact amount. Use that portal. Don't waste that portal. So, yeah, I usually like to do it by myself, but, um, you know, you could do it with a partner. It reminds me, I was just talking about this on uh, Instagram as well, on my story. First of all, I'm going to go back a little bit. Like, when you're having sex with a person, spiritual baths are so important because, again, like I said, you have that energy getting on you, and you don't want that. Like, you don't need somebody's wild ass spirits on you weird ass spirits just shit that you don't need get a spiritual bath and wash that off look up some cleansing herbs like I said you know before in the other episode hyssop and rue was always a good go to um Angelica Root for folks who identify as women. And uh, get that mess off you. Sex is not just sex. It is a whole energy exchange. Sometimes when you feel all weird after sex, you're like, what did I grab? What is that? Yeah. Because you just got people's stuff all on you. The next day you feel all drained and tired. Uh Uh-uh. Get that stuff off you. Like, you don't want to just be out here. If you're just out here having sex to have sex, I feel like you want to benefit from it in all the ways. Ooh, y'all just saw spirit. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. Like, it still freaks me out because it's this gift is still developing. It's not a gift that I've always had, but I just saw. I see a cat in here often. Um, I think that might be one of my guides. It's a black animal. I think it's a cat, but I can never fully see it. But anyway, I just saw it and it freaked me out. Um, shit. Okay. Yes. Don't be wasting your nuts. Use them for good. Use them for your power. Use them for intention. Use them for manifestation. If you were having sex with other people, wash that mess off. Especially if you're sex work, a sex worker and you are engaging with a lot of different bodies, a lot of different people, a lot of different energies, you definitely want to rid yourself of of that and even if you're not a sex worker you're just someone out here who is just like you know getting your cakes clapped like regardless of your gender take a spiritual bath take a spiritual bath now for me something that I've been thinking about is you know the people that I want to engage with sexually I want to I guess in some way do my own sex magic but like If you know the person well enough that you are engaging in sex with, think about the things about that person that you like um, and how you would want that energy to show up in your life. So, for example, if I'm having sex with someone who I think is like such a powerful leader and I think that this person is really good at commanding a room and really good at public speaking, which is true. I've fucked someone like that. Those are things that I'm really self-conscious about. In myself, which is one of the reasons I was was attracted to this person, because I like um, their leadership is admirable to me. So when I'm fucking, like 
I want to think about getting some of that energy. I don't want the other energy that this person may have, but I do want some of that energy that allows you to be such a good leader, that allows you to be such a strong um, public speaker, like that allows you to be all those. That's something that I want to embody. So I am, I'm fucking that. (laughs) That's the energy that I want to take. That's the energy that I want to take with me after we are done. You know what I'm saying? So like in a way, I guess that is sex magic. Like, okay, I like this about, X person so how can I manifest that energy while I'm fucking this person in this moment so I can take that with me and now I have moved into the kitchen because the radiator started going on in my living room while I was talking is that spirit telling me to wrap it up like my spirits are so like they're like my board of directors or something they tell me oh don't don't do that make sure you say this don't say too much about that. All right, wrap it up. You're on a minute, tw- 12 sec. Like, okay. I mean, you're on an hour, 12 minutes. So um, anyway, I hope that that made sense in regards to the sex magic stuff. Don't, don't listen. I have manifested things. I actually didn't want to manifest in real life, but I manifested it during sex magic. And I probably shouldn't. Have. You need to think long and hard about the things. That's what she said. But you need to think long and hard about what it is that you're trying to manifest because I manifested, I wanted to really have sex one time and I wanted it from this particular guy and I had some sex magic and it, you know, we, he hit me up. If it wasn't that day, it was the next day, whichever day we ended up fucking, this is the one, you know, no condom. And now, you know, his spirits be around me, like <laughs> telling me shit to tell him. But I made it, I asked for that. You know, I asked like, yo, I want to fuck this guy. So I'll make it happen. And it happened. And I actually probably shouldn't have went about it that way. And shouldn't have rushed, you know, a process that may have happened naturally or may not have happened at all. But I wanted to put my little juju behind it. And, you know, a whole slew of just, I wouldn't call it drama, but just, but a bit of drama has happened or just like extra things that I didn't have to think about before that I had to think about or have to think about now that like we've been fucking. It's like, damn, is this all my fault? (laughs) It's not like nothing terrible has happened, but it's. It's de- it was definitely a warning for me to just be careful about how I'm using my juju. And that's what I want to tell you all too. Like, don't just be out here, especially with sex magic, which is super powerful, just manifesting stuff that you actually don't want to manifest or that you maybe could have manifested in a different way. Or you just didn't think through exactly what you wanted. So you got exactly what you wanted and that wasn't really what you wanted. But you didn't think through how to word it or you didn't think through your intention. So it's also, it's always best to be really specific with your intention and what you are trying to do with that work because it's powerful. So don't just be out here throwing your juju around specifically with sex magic. Um, Big Liz from Big Liz Conjure, who's a, a great, uh, root worker. And she's also a mambo now in Haitian voodoo. She was telling me like, you always divine before you do sex magic, like always divine because you want to make sure that it's spiritually supported that you're doing that and that you're not fucking some shit up. And I'm like, that's a good point. Now I still don't always divine during sex magic, but my sex magic doesn't 
revolve around other people so much anymore now it's mostly about like okay my own healing my own growth and I don't necessarily need to divine about is it okay if I do work around my growth and my own healing you know I mean sometimes I do sex magic to be like okay the next person that I have sex with I want it to be so bomb like I want it to be this and that I want to be more vocal in sex as for what I need more and work through my own sexual trauma more Um, you know, those are things to work through. But in in general, she was just saying, like, it's so powerful. Like, I would never do sex magic if I didn't divine on it. And so I'm I'm saying that to say, be careful how you do this work because you just never know. And I don't want y'all crying to me or crying to somebody else. Talking about, I told you to go out here and do some sex magic. I'm telling you to be careful. I'm telling you, you might not know how to divine yet. So then if you feel like you need to divide before you do it, maybe you shouldn't do it. Or just keep the sex magic focused on your own growth and your own healing. Don't be trying to manifest no nigga to come back. Don't be trying to get no man to stop cheating on you with the sex magic. Uh Uh-uh. Don't do that. And I know it is. It's, um, it's so tempting and alluring to, to use your juju for just anything that you want. But my whole thing is like, I'm definitely down with, changing the course of the universe because that's what this work is all about this spiritual work because we have the power to do that but you have to be very disciplined and know when you let shit rock and when you change it you know you don't got to change the course of the universe or sometimes the universe gonna do what it does or sometimes things are being blocked from you because you actually don't need that thing but You want to go and do some work around it so you can get it. And you really didn't need it, but you're going to get it because your juju pops. All you need is a little juju. I was afraid to do my magic anymore and to do any type of workings. Because I was like, everything that I asked for, for the most part, comes to fruition. But I always don't ask for it right. So maybe this is just isn't for me. Maybe I just don't need to be doing this. And, you know, I had to have a couple people snatch me back. You know, and be like, no, baby, you you do need to be doing this, but you need to be a lot more intentional and not be so willy-nilly about the shit. And I was like, oh, okay. So I just want to offer that to y'all too. Please don't 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 be like me. I've been through all these things and manifested things I actually didn't want. So I could come to you all and tell you, don't do that. Be thoughtful around how you use your work. Be thoughtful around how you do your sex magic. Um, just be thoughtful because it's not a game. You know, you fuck around, ask for something that you think you want and you didn't want it. And then you don't know how to get rid of it because you asked for it. You done put your strong ass juju behind it and got your spirits involved. So I definitely just wanted to close with that. Please be smart. Please be smart. I don't want no emails about this going the wrong way. <laughs> you know, don't be binding. I tell you to bind away. Don't be doing that. Don't be doing that. And uh, have a happy, healthy, sexual life. Even if you're asexual, you know, you can still have a happy, healthy, sexual life. You know, I just want us all to just be rid of our sexual traumas and, and to heal from that and be the best that we can be first then that's when the other people come in and they can they can help us strengthen that work that we've already done on ourselves 
you know, when we're in partnerships with each other. So I hope that this episode was helpful to those who have questions around binding or who reach out to me around binding or who have, you know, just ideas around sex magic and, and dating. Um, oh, also I'm, I'm interested in, uh, doing maybe like listener letters so yeah I don't know we'll try it out if you have like a question or a thought or something that you want me to read on the podcast feel free to go to my website www.itsjujube.com i-t-s-j-e-j-u-b-a-e.com and reach out to me there and you know the letters can be anonymous if you want it to be and I can just read it on the show and answer it we'll see how y'all like that you know I don't know but it's possible to be a cute little thing to do. So, um, anyway, again, thank y'all for listening, sending you all of the love and the power and amazingness for this week. And, um, yeah, again, you can always reach out to me on, uh, it's Juju Bay on Instagram and then on my website, Again, I got the Patreon up now. You can donate. You can check out my my merch. And uh, yeah, thank y'all so much. I love you all. Reach out to me about whatever. I'm not doing spiritual work at this time for people. I always have to say that. I'm still committing myself to studying. So that's why I don't really do it for folks besides my friends who I feel called to who reach out to me at the last minute when they are in a bind so I can get them out. <laughs> But yeah, thank you all so much. I love you. I love you. And I will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Later.